2: Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. Thank you for staying with us today. It's been a steady dose of me. Uh, no guests. We're just kind of unpacking some things today and uh, hopefully setting, setting the stage for some great conversations later in the week. As I mentioned, we'll have Dr. Glenn Dewart with us tomorrow to talk about some disturbing trends uh, internationally uh, that, that are finding a home in the United States and uh, some conspiracies to massacre um, people. We'll talk with U.S. Senate candidate Bernie Marino, uh, likely talk with Frank LaRose, another GOP U.S. Senate candidate, and uh, working on Congressman Warren Davidson, of course, and Congressman Jim Jordan. One of the things that uh, we'll probably dive in on at some point is this proposed amendment for ranked choice voting. And uh I need to have someone on to talk about why this is not a good idea. Let me give you a hint. If you see a proposed constitutional amendment uh coming down the pike, there's a good chance that many of the four, five, six, seven you'll see in the in the coming months are not a good idea. And, and we'll unpack why those aren't. A good idea. And it's important that we discuss them. And I'm going to kind of back into this final point on elections. I'm still kind of toying with the thought that Brian gave us when he called in and said, I don't have hope. Our kids are indoctrinated. I don't think Republicans can win elections. And I'm going to tell you why I think that's true in part about Republicans not winning elections. It is hard to win elections when your messaging gets discounted and reinterpreted. And the messaging for the party that you're running against, whether it's a Democrat or an independent or a Marxist or a communist, their positions get promoted and propped up. So it's hard. It's hard if you're a Republican because you have the entirety of the fourth estate, which is supposed to be the group that asks questions, uncovers facts, and holds the government accountable. They have actually become an arm of this, what I will call, the again, the power monster, and the power monster is the big global government, what we'll call the Marxists, the international Marxists. Uh, that are alive and well in the United States. They're alive and well in Ohio. And in fact, the the people who are helping build this massive government entity are billionaires. And those billionaires poured money into an August special election in Ohio that would have required a 60% threshold to amend the Constitution. They spent millions to make sure that that wasn't the case because if that would have passed – Everything else they're trying to do, issue one, which passed, and by the way, they poured millions of dollars into that. These billionaire global Marxists, yes, they did. We have the receipts. we were the only outlet to publish it. They're going to be behind rank choice, minimum wage, uh, Ohio redistricting commission, recalibration, and more, and – it all builds this global Marxist type of government in spite of the fact that Republicans have a supermajority in a trifecta. That means that the executive, legislative, and judicial branches are run by Republicans. The lawmaking arm, the legislature, has a supermajority. means veto-proof. Even if the governor said, no, I don't want to do that, there are enough Republicans, if they could get on the same page, that would say, no, we're going to over Override that veto. We have enough votes. And this is still going on in the state of Ohio. The reason it's hard for Republicans to win is that they're hamstrung by a press that should be honest and forthcoming. Instead, they're treated as an enemy of the state, the power monster by the press. And I'll tell you, it's creating enough confusion and frustration among Republicans. I had a conversation with somebody who is in, knows inside baseball, and when I say knows inside baseball, uh, can discuss policies, can discuss uh, politics at a really deep level, uh, the stuff that probably make our eyes gloss over. He said, what is a Republican anymore? It used to be, you know, we're pro-Second Amendment, we're pro-life, um, we're fiscally Uh, conservative. I mean, the U.S. House looks like we're going to increase spending by about $2 trillion. So we're going to deficit spend, add to the, what is it, $33.6 trillion debt. And Republicans control the House. We're a trifecta, supermajority state, but we just allowed an amendment to pass that would allow abortion on demand up to birth For matters of convenience, it will allow minors to abort and gender transition without parental involvement. That part's going to come through court cases that these global Marxists pour money into these activist cases that are handpicked in venues where the judge is going to give them the right ruling. And that's what's going to happen. And so it looks like then. Well, why? What's a Republican? And so the problem is. If you believe a certain way, let's say that you believe the Bible and your speaker, Mike Johnson, and the press says he is a radical Christian nationalist that believes God picks leaders, can't, can't elect him. He's dangerous because if he is unelected, then he's going to start a holy war and kill people. That's how they talk about your value system. And so part of the problem is – and by the way, in Ohio, this actually started playing out last week. The Ohio Republican Party endorsed Donald Trump for president in 2024. One of the things that they also considered was a platform. Basically, here's what we stand for. Here's what we will do if you elect Republicans in the state of Ohio in 2024 and going forward. Do you know one of the things that they're going to keep off of that platform? Abortion. Why? Because – Abortion is a powder keg issue. Democrats, particularly in the presidential election, they only have two things. Abortion, they'll lie and say Republicans are trying to take away your right to terminate a pregnancy if it threatens your life or your major organs. If you uh, are a victim of rape or incest, they'll lie about it and then the press will cover for them. So, but that's what they have. They have abortion and they have orange man Bad. Orange man Bad. That's all Democrats have. So they're going to leverage abortion. Strategically, I believe the Republicans in the state of Ohio are saying, OK, then we're going to take that off the list. We're not, we're not going to say that we stand for pro-life. We're not going to say what our uh, position is. And I just saw this, and I'm sorry. At this minute. Gary, if you've been in the queue for a long time, I apologize. Um, Gary and Carol, welcome to The Bruce Hulley Show. We've got about a minute and a half here. We'll start on this side of the break. Uh, what's on your mind today?
1: Hey, I just wanted to build off what you've been talking about, and I think it was Brian that called earlier. I said, you know, who was it that said, Becca, was it Khrushchev Says we're going to bury you without firing a shot?
2: Yep, I think that's and, right. And
1: uh, I think they've infiltrated the schools, the churches, we've got the media, so how do we get our message out? When 85% of the media probably is left, all of education is left, Hollywood is left, half of pro sports, if not more, is left. Everything you hear is left from commercials, whatever programming. Just look at how they change everything with us. Look at watch commercials right now on TV and look at how they change everything that was traditional in this in this country. And then you look at other things. We we in schools we have kids that. We don't teach them how to think, but we teach them what to think. Yep. So when they, when all these people see what's going wrong in this country, they see it too. The left sees it, but the thing is they can't reason to say, well, why is it this way? They think it's because of our, our side when they don't realize it's their side is pushing for it. So it's, it's, just, it's just really terrible. And as far as Republicans winning a national election, I said this on uh, 610 right after the last election. I said, you know, once they turn— They're doing their darndest to turn Texas blue. If they turn Texas blue, there will never be even a glimmer of hope to win another national election because you'll have California, New York, Texas.
2: Yep. Yep, you're right, Gary. Um, uh, We're going to let Gary finish that thought on the other side of this break. rounding third and heading home on this Monday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show. Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce. And uh, joined on the line by Gary and Carol. Gary, I want to give you a, just a moment here to finish that final thought. You were saying if uh, Texas goes blue, we're in trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean, you think about it. I mean, you've already – when you – it's like anything else when you're looking at a game plan. I don't care if you're looking at sports or whatever. You look at what cancels out the other. So if you're looking at the electoral map, right off the bat, when you look at a map right now, you have California and New York that's solidly in the hand of the blue. You have Florida that is now going red, but that was a, you know that was a basically a purple state until about three, four years ago. Um, and then Texas, you know – when you look at the numbers, I think Trump won Texas like by 53 or 54% to 46 or something like that last time 47. And and Ted Cruz narrowly won his, you know, one of his uh, against Beto O'Rourke. I mean, he barely won a uh Republican Senate race there. I mean, we're not that far off from Texas. And people have to keep in mind Texas too. At one time, Ann Richards was a governor. She was a Democrat. Um yep. Yep. They had two. They had. Uh, they had two. Te- they had two senators, like Ohio did at one time. Had two senators that were Democrats. You know, mm-hmm. Lloyd Bentsen and and uh, I forget who the other one was at the time. His it name escapes me, but it wasn't that far long ago that they were a blue state to begin with, even though they had conservative values. That's right. So don't with all the with all the illegal immigration coming in through Texas, it won't take a. And plus, all the people from like California and places like that that are moving because they're escaping the taxation and their government politics but they bring their policies with them and they change the voting pool it's not far-fetched to think texas goes blue it goes blue and it's now the second what is the second or third largest state population-wise uh that's another what 30-some electoral votes you can't you can't make up 30-some electoral votes by getting arizona back on your side georgia on your side in a couple small states like wisconsin and stuff like that it's game over set match so yep we'll be in a position where the only thing is to hopefully hold a house every now and then maybe pick off a senate but never will we have a 3 you know we will never have the house senate and 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 the, and the presidency again if that goes on and we're not far off from that
2: now, gary that you is know? very very astute analysis and uh you know you're right so texas 24 electoral votes california 32 uh and then you have like 45 up in new york so uh, texas 24 now back in 1960 Texas was blue. California was red. Uh, New York was blue, right? Uh, So at any rate – and and by the way, those numbers are off, I believe, electorally. I've got to check those numbers. But the point is uh, Texas has a large number of of votes that determine who the next president will be. But I think the main theme is, one, there is an intentional creation of chaos, allowing people over the border, uh, allowing – there's a push to allow people who aren't even citizens to vote. Think about that. Why is that? Well, because the hope is that they'll vote for something that is not red, red meat, right? Not conservative. But I think the real issue is twofold. There's a, an intentional creation of chaos at the border, economically, uh it's you can look back and even if the average american right now does not understand that some of this is intentional they understand how it feels and what it looks like in their bank account and i think that right now this country and i don't know what it's going to look like in the next 11 months because they're going to they're going to unleash hell in the next 11 months the marxists on america and there's an opportunity though To have a Republican in the White House, to have a Republican Senate and to have a Republican House and to at least stop the train wreck from from happening and and maybe even, you know, roll back some of the destructive policies. But here's the here's the real issue. All we can do is what we can do. And this is the hope that I have. Where do we put our time? Where do we put our money and where do we put our focus? Those things matter. When you read news from an outlet or watch TV that gets paid because your eyeballs are on the screen, you're supporting that outlet. You're you're continuing the rollout of propaganda. If you buy a subscription to mainstream news outlets, you're doing the same thing. I'm not too proud to beg. (laughs) If you're not subscribing to the Ohio Press Network, I mean, it's hard. It's hard work to hire writers and do the news and do the stuff that needs to be done. But conservatives traditionally don't don't support that type of thing. You can look at the Ohio Capital Journal, a Columbus, quote, newspaper. It's not a newspaper. It's a propaganda machine seated with was it nine to eleven million dollars, uh, their parent organization from the left. Do you think do you think conservatives are pouring that kind of money into outlets that Not even necessarily need to be propaganda. Just report the truth. I don't see it. And then where are you putting your time? Look, you have to build something. Maybe it's a parallel economy. You have to build a patriot economy. You have to participate in that economy. And then you have to advocate. Like the days of just sitting back and letting it come to you are over. They're here. They're at the doorstep. They're in your house. And they're going to take over unless you do something. Now, I do believe that there's still time. I do believe that the window of opportunity is extremely small. But I believe people are awake. And I believe that there is a chance. What is inspected is respected. No one will ever necessarily come back and say, you know what? 2,000 mules was accurate. There was some cheating going on with ballots. By the way, if that wasn't happening, don't you think the people in that would have had their pants suit off? Yes, they would have. So what they captured was accurate. Was it enough to fix an election? I don't know. But now we know that the feds persuaded Facebook. We know that through Facebook files. We know that the the feds influenced Twitter. We know that through Twitter files. We know that the FBI said, hey – This Hunter Biden laptop story has all the markings of Russian disinformation, which is a total lie. They either knew and lied or they should have reasonably known and they are in dereliction of duty. Either way, the FBI screwed up. Will that happen again? I don't think so because I think people are awake to it. So what is inspected is respected. But is it enough? We're going to see. That's why listening here – that's why sharing the Ohio Press Network, the Epic Times, Just the News, The Ohio Star, <laughs> these things matter. So continue doing what you're doing. Uh one final note here, it's with sadness, um, that we announced the passing of Mary Leavitt, founder of the Flag Ladies Flag Story. Mary was a true force for good in central Ohio for many decades. She loved WRFD and its programming, especially right start with Pastor Jim Custer. Please pray for Mary's family during this time. She will be missed. So um, pray for Mary's family, and um, we honor her support and encouragement over the decades here at Salem Surround in Columbus. So tomorrow, I'll be back with you, filling in for Bruce, and we will be joined by Dr. Glenn Dewar, and we're going to talk about That assassination attempt, that that plot that was uncovered in New York, and maybe just get a pulse on what in the world's going on here. And Bernie Marino will be here at 12.06. He's going to rap with us about what's going on in his campaign and how that U.S. Senate race is shaping up. So you won't want to miss it. Set an alarm. I'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on 98.9 FM. The answer. Be here. Tell a friend. Tune in